0: Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show.
1: It is Megan Perloff. We are filling in for Jim Rome. We are so glad to be here. But Perloff, Kevin Durant looks ridiculous here. And I have been somebody who has defended Kevin Durant in many instances. And it it's just over. I just can't anymore. He looks so bad after this entirely what looks like irrational sort of timeline that he's asking the Nets to work under. And also, quite frankly, an irrational request. Now, I see what's happening here. I'm not an idiot. I know what's going on. This is the portion of the program where a trade request, which is not being, you know, uh, given any urgency by the team, because, yeah, it's kind of hard to trade Kevin Durant and get equal value. You're never going to do it. But he's trying to make it messy. I get it. Harden made it messy. At one point, Jimmy Butler made it messy, leaving Minnesota. Sometimes it does have to get messy in order to get things done. But in the process, Durant is making himself look foolish here. And it's a shame because for somebody who is as talented and somebody who I think the basketball-playing world is very curious about how the rest of his career is going to play out, this just looks so awful for him.
0: You know to make an NBA championship omelet, you have to break some eggs, Maggie. So (laughs) yesterday, Kevin Durant made an impossible scenario for the owner. You have to break up Steve Nash and Sean Marks, the GM and the coach, or I'm gone. He wants out. And listen, Kevin Durant lives in Brooklyn like I do. I consider us friends because we have the same exact zip code. Neighbors. If I had a chance to call Kevin Durant, I would call him and say, get out of Brooklyn. I'm sorry. I know this is ugly. I know this sounds—a lot of things sound stupid here— But listen, you have Kyrie Irving there, a mess. I know he's still friends with him and whatever. I'm not even going to delve into that relationship. Now you have Ben Simmons there. I'm a Sixers fan. You cannot get away from Ben Simmons fast enough. Bottom line is Kevin Durant doesn't have forever in the NBA, Maggie. He's got to get out of there. So when you take that as the number one most important truth, the rest seems stupid, but all that matters is He's got to win another championship before he retires, and it's not going to happen in Brooklyn.
1: Okay, I have gotten the nickname around here, Machiavelli and Maggie, but I think you need to take it now because yeah. it's like any means necessary in the ends justify the means. I would say we can look at Kevin Durant's career mm-hmm. and how he has been skewered for decisions that even turned out personally great <laughs> for him, like going to Golden State. And winning two finals MVPs and winning two championships. And he still hasn't been able to get out from under that. It's never so straightforward with Kevin Durant. This is yet another legacy crushing move for him. And it's hard because in this day and age, I think a lot of people side with the players. Like, player empowerment, I think we all understand it. For so long, the players didn't have any power. Now they're using it. And I think for the most part, we have a pretty strong appetite, in fact, a tolerance For players getting what they want. But the way that Durant is doing this. And because of the amount of power that he did Mm. have in the Nets organization. To make these kind of moves. Why is Ben Simmons there? Because Durant wanted Harden. And then Harden wanted to leave. And Durant had to sign off on that. Which is why Ben Simmons is there. Why is Steve Nash there? Because Harden wanted that. Excuse me. Because Durant wanted that. Durant got that. And now Durant wants him to be gone. All these things that Duran has a problem with the organization are things that he himself either had a direct say or an indirect say in happening. With that kind of power comes responsibility. And oh, by the way, they gave you $200 million. Does that mean nothing anymore?
0: Are you quoting Spider-Man to me right here and power (laughs) responsibility? He's a player. Forget these details. We killed Kevin Durant when he went from Oklahoma City to Golden State because Golden State had knocked Oklahoma City out of the playoffs, and there was sympathy. Little Oklahoma City was losing their superstar. Then, actually, he left Golden State. Nobody cares if he leaves the Nets. I'm sorry. I live in Brooklyn. There are no Nets fans. It's not a team. How can you feel sympathy for the Nets who tried to buy a cheap super team? You know the Nets knew what they were getting into with this Kyrie Irving mess. Yeah, I feel. I've never heard anyone who feels sympathetic okay, so, towards the Nets. That's why this situation is so different.
1: I, I think this. I would feel this way if it was any team, right? Like, but because, it's not.
0: It's the Nets who tried to buy a super team and ended up falling short.
1: Okay, so what's hilarious about the Nets, and this is actually not that long history. So I'm not going to bore you going back to the Jason Kidd era. I'm going to keep it recent history, which was the Nets pulled off such awful trades with the Boston Celtics that eventually they bottomed out, right? The KG, Paul Pierce, Darren Williams thing did not work.
0: The first super team. The first super team
1: did not work. Sean Marks, the GM who Durant wants fired today. It's a him or me or me or Steve giving the ultimatum Mm. to the owner. Sean Marks inherited a team that was, there was nothing. There was nothing there and built it back to a place that actually got so appealing that two superstars who were hitting free agency at the same time decided, I want to team up and go here. We like the culture. Allegedly, they like the coach. We know that was fake because Kenny Atkinson got fired. And they wanted to build something in Brooklyn. So clearly, Sean Marks was doing something right. Because that franchise, you think it's not on the map now. It was less on the map in 2016 when this thing was totally bottoms. And then Kevin Durant and Kyrie were like, all right, this is a safe place to go. We want to be in New York. We don't want to be with the Knicks. Totally get it. Go to Brooklyn. That can be where we continue to build off this culture. And what happened? They're going to bottom out again. Because of all of the decisions that the superstars are making. The worst thing the Nets did was hand power to superstars, which is exactly what every other team in the league would have done if they, if Kyrie and Kevin Durant said, right. we want to come to your franchise.
0: I'm actually confused here. So you're saying Sean Marks built up the franchise or did Kyrie build up the franchise? Or the super, who was the actual decision maker that made this all happen? No, I'm saying
1: Sean Marks helped bring them back to respectability from the depths, and then Kyrie and Durant were like, hey, we'd like to go there. This looks Not like a franchise the- that's doing things the right way. No,
0: they just picked the franchise. Not because of the players are there. Did you see the team around Kevin Durant? in the playoffs last year. It was terrible.
1: No, but before Durant was there, they were building towards something.
0: With guys like Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis Lavert who were all gone by the time. Well,
1: they had to be traded because for Harden.
0: So, the and team... Dinwiddie
1: left his free The team agent.
0: around the Nets was an embarrassment because I've never seen a team where everybody was shading towards one player so openly. It was such... A bad roster right now. Okay. And Ben Simmons makes it worse in every possible way. So, bottom line is Kevin Durant has to get out of there. What if he's stuck there next year with this mess?
1: I would say it's his mess. There are guys on this roster that Kevin Durant wanted to play with. So, in some ways, Sean Marks is the general manager, but Kevin Durant had so much input, not just in the coach, and the coach is also friends with Sean Marks, we should mention. Steve Nash and Sean Marks are close going back to the Phoenix Suns days. But Durant has had influence over the roster. You're saying it's bad. You can blame multiple people for that. This is like LeBron with the Lakers. You want to just blame blame, uh, Rob Polinka because of Russell Westbrook's on the roster? We all know that would be, you know, blaming the wrong party.
0: No, Durant
1: has that kind of Of power too.
0: Yeah, Durant has culpability. I absolutely understand what you're saying. I don't think that Kevin Durant looks good here. I don't think he looks like he has a plan. As an NBA fan who's not a Nets fan. Yeah. I want to see Kevin Durant leave. I want to, you know, the teams that were reported in the Athletic were the Raptors, the Heat, and the Celtics. I want to see another team in the mix. I don't like the way this Nets team was put together, and I don't think they can stay healthy and together to be a real contender. So, as a fan, don't you want to see KD somewhere else? Just because it, it adds so much drama to the season. With the Nets, this is all negative
1: drama. Here's what I thought we were going to see, and we did see a little bit, but now it's, I'm assuming this is just over is that KD is such a force in the league, right, that he attracts the stars to him for once. And I kind of thought that was the point. When he left to go to Golden State, he got maligned by many because it felt like he was grabbing onto the coattails of a dynasty that was already in progress, right, that it was Steph's team. When we talk about those titles, maybe not meaning as much as one that he would win in Brooklyn because Curry was already there. They already had Clay and Draymond. The core with Steve Kerr was already in place. Durant was just a luxury item that they added, right? Sure. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. Durant was a huge part of that. Draymond has said they wouldn't have won those finals without him, but that nucleus was already in place. I thought Durant was coming here to Brooklyn to try to build something on his own. Yes, with Kyrie, but we know Durant's the headliner. And it would be his team that's you know, he's leading to win a title. So now what that's over.
0: Yeah. So now
1: he just leaves to join another super team. We're not talking about him going to Sacramento and starting something over again or trying to go to some back to OKC. We're talking about him joining the Celtics who are just in the finals. It's the same freaking thing we saw with Golden State. It is
0: nothing like Golden State. A Celtics team that snuck into the finals and would lose their second best player maybe their first best player in Jalen Brown. That's hard. You think that's a super team? Do you think they just
1: a... went to the finals.
0: Okay, Do you so you think this Celtics team is the same as LeBron, Wade, and Bosh?
1: It might be compile different guys could be at different points. In career. Is a... Jason Tatum, don't we think he's a top maybe five or six player in the NBA right now?
0: I don't know. That does not feel like a super team to me. Neither does Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant. It feels like they're in the mix. They're right there. They're right behind the box, but they're hardly this dream team. Kevin, Durant, especially the Celtics. If they have to give up Brown and smart, that's not a, all together great roster. You saw they only went seven deep in the finals, and that's why the Warriors ran all over them. And then the other thing, and I've said this to you before, how are Tatum and Durant going to work together? They're the same well, exact player.
1: I mean, you have two Durants is better than one Durant. Durant I don't know. Uh, yeah. they, that's the last and the least of the problems. And They'll they, make it work. I'm not I worried think, about that. I
0: actually think the Heat is more of a super team.
1: He could be more of a super team. Yeah. But again, so Durant never gets his own title then if this is how it's going to work. And I think mm. that when I talk about this is another thing that ends up chipping away, at his legacy is because you're going to have q charles barkley the bus rider and i know that it might not mean a lot to me or you but it it kind of feels like it might mean something to durant because Mm -hmm. this guy is more aware of everything that's being said about him than any professional athlete maybe in history and so he can say it doesn't bother him we have so much evidence to the contrary, and now you're just going to get it more and more and more. And again, so this is more, I think, that just chips away at the legacy.
0: Well, you know it would chip away even more? Losing the playing game to the Wizards. That's where we're headed with this Nets team. He's got to get out. He's just got to... I know it's going to look terrible... But I love KD. It's a player. I just want him somewhere else. And you're right. It's never going to look good. It looked terrible with Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. It looked terrible with Harden twice.
1: Twice. (laughs) And
0: it it always looks terrible. You're the one who always says that. There's no way to demand a trade that's going to look pretty. This is the worst of the worst. I don't even get a... I don't even understand the Steve Nash, Sean Marks thing. So which one does he have the problem with? Who does KD have the problem? And can can he further explain what's going on here? Also,
1: can you imagine, like, I don't know, like what Steve Nash's reputation is maybe like behind the scenes, yeah. but does there not seem like someone who's got more of a universal approval rating than Steve Nash? Oh, we
0: love Steve Nash. Like,
1: who has a problem with Nash? And like Marks just seems like he's executing the orders of whatever Katie and Kyrie wanted until they didn't give Kyrie yeah, the max contract. Maybe that was it. And you know what? I don't think that was a decision not to undercut Sean Marks here, but I do think the owner probably had a say in that. Like Wait, 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 wait. I'm supposed to now hand over this play to a contract to this player that I'm not sure when they're going to play, when they're not going to play for mm-hmm. reasons that are outside of an injury. And I'm going to hand them $200 million of my hard earned money? Wait, what?
0: I would love to see if Joe Sy actually took up KD's demand and fired Sean Marks and left Steve Nash or fired Steve Nash <laughs> and left Sean Marks. Then his K- bluff. Call his bluff, then Katie be like, oh, no, I actually, you misheard me. I I
1: meant meant both.
0: (laughs) I meant both. Or no, I meant Sean. I didn't mean Steve. I love Steve. It would be, you know, and obviously, we both agree. Katie's camp gave this to shams, right? This is this wow. is all coming from Durant. It can't possibly be coming from the Nets.
1: This, I mean, this. Listen, yeah. Joe Side tweeted last yeah. night. I'm going to stand, you know, do whatever's best for the Nets, and I stand with my coach, my general manager. Yeah. Like they, they're forcing his hand here. This is this is the messy playbook, right? Gosh, if of I, the superstar trade request.
0: I wish I had a time machine. I could see the Nets roster in three years. It is going to be random. Maybe they'll have that French kid, Wimbanyama, <laughs> or something yeah, yeah. completely different. Victor. I just don't think that this Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, that would just, that'd be more of a sitcom than an actual NBA team to me. That would be such a mess.
1: The other front, the other interesting part about this is, (laughs) does Steve Nash actually want to stick around and coach a team that likely doesn't have Durant or Kyrie Irving? How about this from the New York Post yesterday? According to sources, Kyrie Irving, quote unquote, hates those guys. Like, what? (laughs) How do you, you hate those guys? What are, what? This is when you feel like you're not living in reality.
0: That reminds me Byron Scott took the Cavs job when the Cavs were competing. I think maybe it was the Cavs. They were competing for LeBron services. Or he got to basically, he got somewhere where LeBron was supposed to be. And LeBron took off and then he was stuck with the team. (laughs) I think it was when LeBron went to Miami. So Byron Scott's like, okay, now I'm coaching these guys. That's that's what's going to end up with Nash. And Nash will probably be happier coaching a bunch of nobodies well, than maybe, this team. I,
1: and I mean this with the fullest amount of respect for Steve Nash, but like maybe he can, can finally learn how to coach. Like if you are watching Nets games, like there have been times when Steve Nash has been a little bit in over his head It's a guy who had no experience, obviously on the sidelines. And you can see maybe, you know, one of his oh. assistants, Ime Udoka went on to go to the finals. The right. Nets. I, with the I, Celtics, I don't
0: know. How do you coach Katie and Kyrie? They had no, they had no interest in running a play. You're right. They're like, give me the ball, get out of the way. They're it's, coaching on vibes. I don't think anybody really could have coached that team last year. That's
1: a fair point. That's a very fair point. So Perloff is saying Katie smart to get out of town. This is the only move he had because the nets are a sinking ship. Did I paraphrase that? Absolutely. Pretty well for you? That's well said. And I'm saying, Katie, what are you doing? <laughs> also have...
0: well said. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> there you go. Those are your options. Where do you fall? 855 212 4CBS, 855 212 4227. If you want to get in touch with the show, we are on every possible social media platform that exists on this earth. We're on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl. We're on Facebook.com slash Maggie and Pearl We're on Instagram, Maggie and Pearl We're on TikTok. Maggie and Perloff we're on YouTube Maggie and Perloff we're on Grindr no I'm just kidding <laughs> we <laughs> oh are everywhere go to break kidding. go to break uh it is Maggie and Perloff we're in for Jim Rome it's the first one that came to my mind <laughs> we're in for Jim Rome today and can't wait to talk to you welcome back to
0: the Jim Rome show Maggie and Perloff filling in I can't believe I'm sticking up for Kevin Durant this week, but I am sticking up for him in the sense that it is time to get out of Brooklyn. If you're with Maggie and think that he's just being ridiculous, give us a call, 855-212-4CBS. But Maggie, you know how I am. We could do a little more, KD, but we got to get to training camp soon.
1: Okay, we will get to training camp in just a moment, but Chris is calling from Myrtle Beach. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm all right. How you doing? We're doing great. What's on your mind, bud? I got a question. If KD jump ship from the Nets to the Boston,
0: would he be the first player in NBA history to go to the team that beat him the year before (laughs) twice?
1: (laughs) At least with the Warriors and the OKC, at least it was six games, right? Mm. I believe that was a six game. This was a sweep.
0: I can't think of any player in history who's done it once, let alone (laughs) twice now.
1: And two teams that had just lost in the finals a year before, right?
0: It's got to be a guy like Patrick Beverly who, who's moved around a lot or
1: or <laughs> Lou Williams in. or yeah. Not yeah, Jamal superstar. Crawford.
0: Oh man, you're right.
1: Chris, you're right about that. Although here's one thing about it. Appreciate the phone call. Listen, I don't think the backlash would be as robust as mm as when he left OKC to go to Golden State. Now, let's not forget, like, what was sort of in the backdrop of that. People were still kind of stung a little from LeBron, even, like, leaving his original team to go. There was just a lot more happening. I think we've kind of come to grips with the fact that guys leave teams. And that's actually not even the problem I have here. The problem I have with Durant is he was given so much power in this organization. He was. He was allowed to, not allowed, but he was consulted. If not straight up, made decisions on everything from coach to personnel. Mm. And now that you don't like it, you just want to pick yeah. up your ball and go home. Like to me, that is that. It's just it's just a bad look. It's just a bad look for him.
0: But is it surprising as a team if you give the player all this power to make decisions? You're also giving that player the power to do something to force his way out. Yep. That's just the way it is. You know, the Nets put this upon themselves. Look at the last two champions. Who were they? The Warriors, the ultimate homegrown team, except for the two years KD was there. And the Bucks, another homegrown team.
1: Although Andrew Wiggins was very important to that oh, this my time God. around. Oh, I'm just saying.
0: Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, who could have been Harrison Barnes or any other warm body in that spot. Oh, I get don't out know. Of the here.
1: defense he was playing on Tatum, I yeah, think right. that Harrison Barnes you're, was a big part no, of it. No,
0: you're right. They never, that. it's not the Hall of Famers, Draymond Green, <laughs> Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson. It's <laughs> they won because they were a mercenary team, basically. They, of course, <laughs> yeah. it was a homegrown team. And no, Milwaukee I know was the, the same way. I
1: know what you mean.
0: So maybe the Super Team era is is done because of this KD mess and people are going to try and actually grow teams the old-fashioned way. Draft them, develop them, and win tight and hope you get a superstar like a Giannis or a Curry.
1: Yeah, the hilarious part of that is going to be when the Celtics trade all of their homegrown guys <laughs> just to get KD <laughs> yeah. right in our face. Good point. I don't know if that's really going to be caught. Co- the, the, it's too it's too tantalizing for these GMs, no. I think, too. And that's the, like, this part with the KD, this is the other part about KD that I actually find most kind of annoying about him. And again, I've been a very big KD fan. I'm not people might this new audience. I'm not a KD hater and I'm generally very pro player, right? Because I think they are the product and all that. The one thing about KD that bothers me is that he has this power, right? And mm-hmm. he uses it. Yep. And then when things don't go his way, he'll go like, wait, what? Not me. No, me. I'm just a player here. I'm just employee number seven. Like, no, man. You you cannot have it that. You can't have it both ways. You can't be smart and dumb at the same time. You can't be powerful and not powerful at the same time. Like, KD has this. he, He does this often where when he gets criticism for something that he's directly involved in, he will say something like, listen, don't blame me. There's a general manager. There's a coach. It's like. You're shadow front office, like, running this thing. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Are you sure you're not thinking about LeBron right now? You have just, just described LeBron. KD. LeBron does it too. I feel like LeBron is much more active in the moves that actually come in for the team. I know KD has had a lot of he say, He
1: is, believe me. What Especially are the moves, with the Nets. What
0: has KD actually done? He joined Kyrie on Kyrie's team. But he's and they the headliner
1: in, here. They knew he's a, that.
0: Right. But all what decisions has he made? He brought in got a coach DeAndre fired. Jordan, who's gone. And he got Kenny Atkinson fired, which that was going to happen anyway.
1: James Harden coming.
0: Well, that's you can't put that all on KD. A lot of teams want James Harden.
1: Okay, but that was a Kevin. That was a coup at the time. That the, was a Kevin Durant. That was a Kevin Durant either led or signed off on.
0: Right, but people are ripping Durant for getting Harden there. That's a much more complicated story. I think 30 other teams would have wanted Harden. I'm sorry, 29 other teams would have wanted Harden.
1: Remember, he only, Harden was forcing his way specifically to Philadelphia or to Brooklyn. Remember, he wasn't just going to go anywhere. There's no way he's going to show up and if they had traded him to OKC back there. No way.
0: But I can't put KD bringing Harden to Brooklyn in the same conversation with LeBron James bringing Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Listen,
1: you want to go degrees of, like, who's a worse GM? <laughs> like, we but, can play that game, too. I'm just saying that Durant <laughs> is one of those, is like LeBron in that way, where he does, ha- you know, he signs off on these moves or outright, you know, influences the front office to make these moves, and then when they don't work out, is like, not my fault. I'm not the general manager. You cannot it's like, see that. What? No,
0: no. You can't put the James Harden thing on. And then Kevin I put Durant. James
1: Harden leaving on Durant too. You want to no. hear how I do that? Yeah, let me hear that. Okay, I'm going to put that on him also. Number one, there. I know that he's not the rah-rah leader guy, and yeah. that's totally fine. But you are the top of the food chain mm-hmm. because you're the best player right. on the team, and so with that, to me comes a certain amount of responsibility of trying to get guys on the same page listen were you ever going to get Kyrie to take a vaccine probably not that's not what I'm talking about people get really that's a whole other can of worms but trying to get everybody on the same page as a basketball team I don't think it's too much to ask Kevin Durant to try to use his influence there and ultimately he's the one who had to sign off on the organization trading Harden remember they were going to ride it out yeah. And not do the Ben Simmons trade. And it was finally until Durant, or at least these were the reports, until Durant finally said, all right, fine, like trade him and let's just get the yeah. distraction over with. So I can blame KD for that too.
0: I can't put the James Harden thing on KD. James Harden's another superstar. He has his own sort of velocity towards what he's going to do. To put that all on KD, it's the role players who the stars bring in. James Harden was a complete different mess. And by the way, James Harden's there, what? Maybe they go to six games with the Celtics in the first round? That was never going to work either. You know I'm not a huge Harden guy. I I'm know. a Sixers fan.
1: Which is difficult for you now.
0: Yeah, this this it, basically there's a triangle of ineptitude now with the Sixers. <laughs> you have the Ben Simmons issue. I feel like the Sixers are still trying to dig themselves out. from. Now they're stuck with Harden, and who knows what the NBA investigation <laughs> is. There's all yeah, sorts true. of problems. It feels like we're talking about problem teams and problem players. And honestly, I just say, tear them up. Break them up. Let's let's form new squads. This is not working for anybody. Okay, but
1: that's all well and good if you're only looking at it from the superstars' point of view. There's a team here that gets left with nothing.
0: That okay. That's a team that started with nothing and brought in these superstars. I'm sorry. It's time for the Nets to start. It's the best thing for them. Take the pain (laughs) now. What are you going to do? You're going to let this sort of.
1: I love you limbo telling the set? Nets that this is the best thing for them. Is it, you know, what? in fact, if Kevin Durant, one of the greatest players of all time, just, just yes. leaves. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Kevin Durant should leave. Kyrie Irving should leave. Yeah. And Ben Simmons, that's the first guy to leave. It's absolutely the best thing for the Nets. What are you going to let this Kyrie drama linger on for years to come? It's time to start over. Rip okay. that Band-Aid, Maggie. You got
1: a guy who's, and everyone's trade value mm. is at the absolute maybe rock bottom, even for Durant. Like, his mm. is no. his will always be big, be, but Kyrie's is at rock bottom because it's the last year of his no. contract, and he's Kyrie Irving. And Ben Simmons, can you get, you, no. you cannot be lower. There, there's not even a rock bottom that's lower than where Ben no, Simmons' no, no, trade no, no. value is. The
0: rock bottom, is actually, the rest of the country watches him like Sixers fans watch him for a yeah. year. It'll go lower because I don't think people <laughs> oh, understand. God. I don't think people know Ben Simmons game. I think they think he's a better player than he is. I
1: think people think he's a really good defender. I know that. You, yeah. You poke holes in that theory.
0: <laughs> he's a good defender, but he is not an effective offensive player in we the understand, NBA. We We
1: know. <laughs> no, I don't he think people shoot. really under,
0: I think people still think of him like he's this incredibly talented player, and he's just not. So I, I think he could go even lower. Kyrie actually could go lower. He will go lower. I don't think there's anything to build on. Start over. Try and get a great draft pick. Get something out of this whole mess.
1: So, yeah, but they're not going to trade him to a team that's going to stink. So it's going to be hard to get yeah. a really high draft pick. People, Teams have been lined up for years to take the French windmill, yeah. as you coined Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> the one thing, did you see about the side story about Ben Simmons? Yeah. The Rick Buecher reported story that he, when he was asked in a Nets group hmm. chat, whether or not he was going to suit up for game four. Reportedly, he just left the chat.
0: Right. So did you know... Have
1: you ever ghosted a chat? Yes,
0: I have. You know you connect. You get an alert (laughs) saying so-and-so. I don't know if that's just an iPhone thing. Does everybody get the alert?
1: I don't know. I don't... I don't. I've never not had an iPhone. Yeah. Um. That was two double negatives. Um. So
0: because I have a few Philadelphia sports threads going on, and people have definitely left in a huff of anger <laughs> over
1: some passive aggressive. Or yeah. Anything.
0: Like over arguing over the Phillies bullpen. Like yeah. Sherm left the other day. He comes back though to the <laughs> Sherm comes back. You know, Sherm, Sherm
1: come back. Sher,
0: Sherm is our Ben Simmons basically. <laughs> He's ghosted the sh- the chain because we couldn't decide whether to trade for Juan Soto or something ridiculous. I don't even remember what it was. But that is as immature as you could possibly get for an NBA player.
1: Can I say, I've also been kicked out of a group chat before. (laughs) It doesn't feel good at all.
0: Have you ghosted one? Have you left one? I've
1: never ghosted one. I just mute them. I mute them so that I don't hurt anybody's feelings. But I got kicked out of a group chat with no warning whatsoever. And it was because I was in a bachelor, bachelorette group chat. Mm. But unfortunately, they air their episodes on Mondays. So during the football season, I can't watch because, you know, this little thing called Monday Night Football, Mm. big part of my job, not doing the double screens for a Monday Night Football bachelor, bachelorette situation. I'm only a fringe fan anyway. And uh, I got unceremoniously removed from the chat because I wasn't contributing at all during football season. Wow. That it was, is. It was harsh.
0: You should have actually called me. I I find a way to watch Monday Night Football and, and the, the Bachelor. Bachelor. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me, Maggie? Where are your TV skills? You, there's massively right, long I commercials. Just... It's an ESPN halftime report is a non-watch. So you could definitely Ouch. if you're DVRing the Bachelor.
1: <laughs> Whoa, ESPN halftime just got sideswiped by Farreloff. It's, a it's not watch.
0: It's not inside the NBA t- on TNT. Let's put it that way. Doubling
1: down. Good grief. <laughs> Tell us what you really think. You Got any production notes? Bro? Well, it's
0: no, it's not even their fault. It's Monday night. If you haven't seen every highlight of the NFL weekend by yeah. Monday night, you're not an American. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, maybe they should move. Come on, man. Well, now we're just giving them ideas. We shouldn't give them ideas for free. Um, yeah. Bachelorette. All right. I don't know. I just, I
0: I was a big fan and I actually met many of the bachelors about threats through this industry. Yeah,
1: I know a couple of them. I'm not in
0: anymore. I'm not, me neither. I don't even know what's going on.
1: I think I was damaged because I got kicked out of the chat and then I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And now I'm out.
0: Yeah. I understand kicking out of the chat for like spoilers if you're watching it and didn't see it and you're giving spoilers. But for you to get kicked out for
1: not contributing enough, that's thats cold. Well, also, I think that's why I got kicked out because I don't know because they never told me why, and I'm just not in it anymore. There you go. Yeah. So maybe I did something. Maybe I, you know, wildly offended somebody. I have no clue. They now- never gave me. I'm like, this is like a Kevin Durant net situation. Why do you want Steve Nash fired? I don't know. Why was Maggie kicked out of the bachelorette group text? Still don't know.
0: Now, Jesse Palm... uh, First of all, I was actually friends with Chris Harrison. He was great. But now Jesse Palmer is the host who is... Remember he was a bachelor? Yes. So let me just get this straight. A good-looking starting quarterback at Florida. Actually, um, incredible. He needs help. And I think he was
1: a backup for the Giants at the time.
0: He needs help finding (laughs) a girlfriend. When a 20-something-year-old Andrew Perloff was sitting in New York alone on Friday and Saturday night. That was one of the great...
1: Injustices. I miss justices that
0: Jesse Palmer got the bachelor and had all these women who were trying to date him. He didn't need help. Uh, now he's back Somebody, with show. Great guy Somebody, you needed though. a show. Yeah, I needed a show, although I don't think that would do very good ratings. And also, the bachelor always has to go, he has to do two things I will not do on TV. What's up? Go shirtless all the time. Yeah. And dance in front of everybody. Oof. The most awkward bachelor, bachelorette <laughs> scenes are when... They, there's some random country singer is like the date ends with some random country singer singer. and they have to dance for about two minutes together to a song that you can't dance to. (laughs) It's my total nightmare. I'll wake up in a cold sweat thinking about being on the bachelor, having to dance in front of the country.
1: I just love instead of the slow-mo shot of the bachelor getting out of a pool and like his six pack and like, you know, the hair goes back, it's Pearl off like in a (laughs) t-shirt with just like some crappy bathing suit on, just like hair, like water in his eyes.
0: You know the scene when the, the contestants are sitting around, the bachelor runs into the room and says, hi. And everyone's, yeah. oh, my God, we're so excited to see you. I would run in and say, hey, can anyone put sunscreen on my back? I don't know if they want to film that. <laughs> all of be... a
1: sudden, every girl is going <laughs> to the bathroom at the same time.
0: About 10% of the show would be me applying sunscreen. <laughs> to <And yourself. laughs> Yeah. The, I don't think that would test well.
1: <laughs> I think the we FCC should pitch might that. might have an issue with that, too. <laughs> pitch that.
0: Yeah. 35 so long... contestants and SPF 55 all on one screen.
1: No, they would have to put the show on an island because, or else the girls would just leave.
0: Oh, that's that's mean. I'm sorry. That's that mean. was mean. That was mean, Maggie.
1: Maybe I am. You a have to put crosser. the girls
0: on an island because they would run away from me? You don't think that's mean? Uh, that's I meaner than Kevin Durant. We're, riffing. That's, we're That's meaner than Kevin Durant selling out poor Sean Marks and Steve Nash.
1: We're, we're pitching a show. You no? Know? Wow. Am I the line stepper? This is why I wow. get kicked island? out of group chats. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the line is. Apparently <laughs> I also don't know when to go to break because Andrew Bogish has been here sitting very quietly and patiently while we yammer on about the bachelor, my fault uh, coming up, which second year quarterback is ready to break out Pearl off with his famous against the grain segment. That happens next bottom of the hour time for a CBS sports update. Here's Bogus. It is Maggie Perloff. We're in for Jim today. Also tomorrow, if you've ever listened to our regular show, which comes on right after Jim uh, on many of these stations and on CBS Sports Network, you know that Andrew Perloff is famous, well, for many things. Yeah. But one of them is your Against the Grain segment, and today you've got another doozy. Let's hit it.
0: Against the Grain. Yeah, I don't know famous seems strong, but I really appreciate you saying that, Maggie. <laughs>
1: no, it's more famous now that it's making an appearance on the Jim Rome show.
0: Yeah, if you listen to the Maggie and Perloff show, you know that I am a Trey Lance fan. And I have to be honest, it's been a challenging August for us Trey Lance fans. Because, Lancers? Lancers, because there are some negative comments, clips on Twitter about the San Francisco 49ers' second-year quarterback. But, Maggie... Let me tell you about some other young quarterbacks and some things that people said on Twitter about them. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You can guess if you want. You might know some of them very well. That's a hint. Okay. Player X has all the requisite physical tools to be a top-end starter, yet he's struggling with accuracy. The 22-year-old signal caller, just like Lance, became a target of social media shaming after woefully missing a wide-open running back. Player X is struggling as Team X gets ready to leave Fisher in 2019. (laughs) That's a hint.
1: Yeah, that's Josh Allen after his rookie year. Yeah.
0: Player X on Team X has been a mistake-filled mess during camp. Adam Teicher of ESPN noted that Player X threw three interceptions in camp on Wednesday. That bumped his total up to seven in just six practices. (laughs) I think that's a lot. Uh, Guess who that player is. Um, this was 2018.
1: 2018 Mahomes?
0: Yes. Mahomes was After a mess. And by the way, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. Mean, how can you be a mess when you get in there? Because he was a rookie. Okay. And lastly, more recent even, uh, Player X faces enormous struggles against first team defense. Coach went on to say, we like to see him uncomfortable. Hopefully he can grow from that. This was a guy who was ready to go week one in the NFL. Chargers, Justin Herbert. These guys were all shamed throughout their camps. Josh Allen, both his first camp and his second yep. camp. So do not shame Trey Lance on a few handpicked throws that were missed in practice. You don't know what the coaches were calling. You don't know who dropped the ball. And you know why I feel really good about this, Maggie? Why? Because of Vegas.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. They've never steered anybody wrong.
0: Trey Lance's NFL MVP odds were just moved from 50 to 1 to 40 to 1 this afternoon <laughs> at Caesar Sports. This is yesterday. Why? Lance has received the most NFL MVP bets so far in August, getting 19.1% of the tickets this month. So 40 to one, is still good odds. People are in <laughs> on Trey Lance. And I think it's the Sorry. Mahomes. Why? Is that... Stop laughing. <laughs> I think it's the Mahomes. Someone Lamar, saying
1: 40 to one is still really good odds. That just got me.
0: That's good. You could do it. If Trey Lance explodes, it's a, it's the Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson phenomenon. Forget the struggles. Trey Lance could be great. He's on a great team. That's the key to having a good second year. Patrick Mahomes took over a team for Alex Smith that was awesome. Andy Reid was the coach. He blew up became MVP. Lamar Jackson had John Harbaugh, a great team around him. Trey Lance is set up, Maggie. How can I convince you? I've been trying since, I think, February to convince you that Trey (laughs) Lance is going to be good, and I'm not making any headway. Did that sway you at all?
1: Well, I think you're right. You make a great case bringing back the historical stuff. Smart, totally well (laughs) thought (laughs) out. Thank you. Drives you a point home. Um, they do have a good team and it's not like Garoppolo was really the reason that they were making this playoff run, right? Like we know that they had a good defense and we know the weapons were really versatile Mm -hmm. so that they could sort of make up for some of Jimmy's, you know, shortcomings, whatever. I don't know, man. I mean, it's not just that Trey Lance is going into his second year. We didn't even see a lot of him in college. He wasn't, I don't know. They're just... I gotta believe it. I'm just not a believer yet. Listen, when when I see the bandwagon off in the distance and I've missed it, I will totally acknowledge that I've missed it. I just can't get there right Rob, now.
0: What is the key to success for young quarterbacks? Hand the ball off. That's what's the second key. Offensive line. How about running the ball? We've seen so yeah, hand many. hand the young, ball off. No, oh, running oh, themselves. The
1: quarterback running. Yeah, the it play. was yes, the key yes.
0: to Lamar Jackson. It was the key to Tim Tebow. Even had success. Yeah, definitely young for quarterback, Josh Allen. Can, Yeah, Josh Allen, he's a great one. Young quarterbacks that can run can... Buy time to become better quarterbacks, and Trey Lance can run. He showed it last season in his limited play. So that's that's sort of my point. I think with the Niners, will have a great run game. Yeah. <laughs> They'll still give the ball to Debo. We've learned that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by and, the way, he
1: doesn't understand like that yeah. wasn't part of the uh, trade request. No, not at all.
0: Trey Lance will buy some first downs, and the defense. If the defense lives up to its hype, this is a formula we've seen work time and time again in the NFL. You're so right. I think Trey Lance is is well situated. I understand that he's inconsistent in camp, and I think it's for the reasons you said. He has not played. a a lot of quarterback right so i i just like looking at the upside and what could be here can
1: i add a little to your argument here? yeah pl- definitely okay so looks like seattle probably more of a rebuild right yeah. so that's one team in yep. the division i'm not saying it's easy to win there it's not but that might be a team that's not prioritizing winning i don't know how do i want, how do I want to say tanking in a nice way um
0: <laughs> not prioritizing winning is a little clunky
1: yeah. <laughs> we'll work on that i want to workshop that one a little. Um, we don't really know what's going on with Stafford's elbow. He's saying it. it's better. Is it going to be better? Is that something that's going to be an issue throughout the season? Is Arizona, you know, with Kyler, like oh. what's the expectations there?
0: Hopkins suspended for six games? That Please. is well.
1: <laughs> never seen somebody celebrate a suspension like that before. But, yes, I'm helping your argument that mm. maybe the rest of the division um, is not operating at uh, at all Full clip, whatever.
0: That's great. I didn't even think there of you go. Well, I wish you had told me before the segment. This would have <laughs> been great. N-
1: we didn't, we never share what the against the grain is going to be. It's you know, a the surprise Niners, to me.
0: The Niners do have a couple problems on this schedule. They got the Chiefs sitting there. Uh, they do. I, I don't think the Rams are going to fall far off. So
1: Probably not. But. but I
0: mean, the reality is the weird thing about this Niners team is they were on the doorstep of a Super Bowl last year. I think it's easy to overlook that. I don't quite understand why it's so easy. I think it's because they are switching from Jimmy G to Trey Lance. They were in the Super Bowl. They could have been in the Super Bowl two out of the last three years. Yeah. They're somewhat underrated as a franchise well, under Kyle Shanahan.
1: Maybe. Well, not when the season gets going. I think we properly rate them. But maybe we don't give them tons and tons of hype going into the season. Yeah. You're right. We probably should. But the other thing, too, is it almost felt like they lost in the NFC championship yeah. game because they were just due. Like, they had beaten the Rams yeah. six times in a row. Like, there was no way that was going to keep holding up.
0: That was. A, I thought the same thing. That there is Just no like
1: way. the law of sports. But I don't know. They
0: had them in that game. They really had them. They were yeah. arguably the better team, believe it or not. Even with Aaron. I mean, Aaron Donald, again, just put the team on his back. Sure. But, and, you know, Nick Bosa, have you watched any. Have you seen the Nick Bosa six pack that's going around?
1: <laughs> no. Nick Bosa
0: weighs 300 pounds. Your has,
1: algorithm is different than yeah. my algorithm. No, he has abs. You just like, switch phones.
0: He has abs like DK Metcalf. It's bizarre. And he's Is that about bizarre? to. Yes, he's a defensive end. Him you're not <laughs> supposed to have abs like that when you play defensive end. You're not? No. What what defensive end has abs? Miles like Garrett Vaughn and Nick Miller? Bosa? Yeah, he's like all time freak. <laughs> I think Nick Bosa outweighs Von Miller by a lot though.
1: Also, can we just say a lot of that six pack abs stuff, it's genetic. That's That's what what I'm telling myself. (laughs) There was no chance I was ever going to get a six pack. I could do sit ups until I puke. There's nothing, it's never going to happen.
0: Are you saying my algorithm has a bunch of men with six packs? No, it's
1: feeding you 49er stuff. Oh,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I have. Like
1: that story didn't make it across my.
0: I have basically a Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I I can tell you everything (laughs) that's happening in Bears Camp from Twitter. And I'm the only one who cares, apparently.
1: Well, big time trade requests coming through from Bears Camp. Maggie and Perloff in for Jim Rome today. Good night now.